This is Harry Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the rumors surrounding the Cutler Campbell trade and what a debacle it was. We talk about Byron Leftwich coming into Washington for an interview and the Redskins signings from the week. This is much more live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? What's up? What's happening? Welcome. Welcome to episode number 163, com, an action-packed episode full of knowledge. The original Redskins fans podcast. Tidbits and things that you won't hear anywhere else. <laughs> With Redskins action arm. <laughs> We're the Redskins team. No, they're soldiers of fortune. We're the Redskins team. Helping people need. <laughs> nice. Bunch of news this week. Got some good stuff. Or maybe not so good. Um, yeah. Dude, all I have to say is I told you. I told you. I told you they were going after Cutler. I told you they were going after Cutler. <laughs> What are you talking told about? You. I was, told you. Dude, didn't Vinny Serrato deny it? Vinny? Everybody denied it. Vinny Serrato? You knew that something was going on because they never, ever tell the truth. Uh, Not even the beer guy in the upper deck tells the truth. Uh, Beavis? Don't get me started. Beavis, I think uh, Vinny Serrato said uh, <laughs> dude, he was, like, denying it or something. Am I, the, like, the yeah, only yeah, one he's, he's that's, said, like... Am I the only one that's like <laughs> getting tired of uh, Vinny Serrato? No way! I want to kick him in the ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fire him! Fire! Fire! All right, dude. Seriously, how ridiculous would it have been if we had traded Jason Campbell, two number one draft picks, and a third round draft pick for Jay? Bitch, 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 Cutler. <laughs> dude. I'm just glad. Seriously. I'm just glad that the Bears were dumber than the Redskins this time. Yeah, truly. Like, not even the Redskins were so dumb, and and no one's come out and said it for sure because no one's going to know because you can never trust anything Snyder and Serato say. But word out there is that the Redskins actually balked at the deal. Like, the deal was going to be done with the Redskins, and the Redskins backed out because the price was too high. No, probably because they, well, I don't want to say probably. Hopefully it's because they realized the error of their ways. Dude, all I know I is they did. I was monitoring the situation all day on, what was it? I forget what day it was. Monitoring the situation but, from Harry Hog 1. <laughs> but there is at one point in the afternoon where it said, there was an article, I think it was on like WashingtonPost.com, but don't quote me on that. And it said, Redskins trade for Cutler imminent. And then well, they I, were saying that on the post and on ESPN.com. Chris Mortensen was saying that. Yeah, and then I checked it out like 20 minutes later, and I was like, "Please no, please no." And it said, and it said, "Bears trade for Cutler." And I said, "Come on down! <laughs> You're the next contestant on the crappiest player around. Crappiest trade around, at least. Crappiest trade." I thought you were going to say, dude, that, and you said imminent. 
Because right now, because then it said uh, Redskins trade uh, to get Cutler in a month. <laughs> enema. Cutler enema. <laughs> this town needs an enema. Dude, I forgot to mention that we've got a large studio audience this week. Yeah, I can hear nice. him back there. Nice. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, uh, well, like uh, David I, one of our longtime listeners, uh, emailed us this week, and he said, quote, glad we didn't get Cutler. We need girls on the sideline, not on the field. <laughs> Tram. Tram. thought that was very telling. Um, yeah. No, no, no offense to any of our lady listeners out there. No offense. To that's you. right. That's right. No offense, um, ladies. No offense, but it's funny. Aaron will be the first um, to tell you that he truly believes his daughter will play for the Redskins one day. Both of them. That's right. I, I do truly believe that. Well, I think it's I think the most telling thing, guys, is that I haven't heard one single player with the Denver Broncos say, Oh man, I wish we hadn't traded Jay Cutler. Not one. Not one said, I wish he was still on the team, or I hope we don't trade him. He's our quarterback, or he's our leader. Not a single one has come out and said anything positive about him. Well, what about on the, uh, what about on the receiving team? Have the, uh, <laughs> have the Bears come out and said, we're really happy to be receiving Jay Cutler? They obviously well, are. Brian Urlacher came out that day and was just like, wow, we gave up how much for him? Um, I'm, I'm not quoting exactly, but he said basically, how much are we giving up for him? Um, wow, this Cutler guy must be pretty good. <laughs> and then um, he said something or other to the point of, yeah, I think he's going to get along fine with everybody on our team. And the subtext was, or I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> well, you know, if he needs to know how things are done in Chicago, he can just give Rex Grossman a call. <laughs> Rex Grossman, man. <laughs> That's an awesome name. I have a friend who's a uh, I have a friend who's a Bears fan, and he was like going, "Woohoo, we got Jay Cutler!" And I was like, "Dude, thank God you guys got him instead of us." And he wrote back and he yeah. said, "Yeah, dude, but you got to remember who we've had before." <laughs> and I was yeah. Going, well, the question that's cool and all, but who are the Bears receivers? Um, crickets uh, chirping. Wait, crickets wait. Chirping. I know one of the names. Um, it's Booker, worse than Marty the Redskins. Booker. Marty Booker. We've got Santana Moss. Who the hell is Marty Booker? Um, don't the Bears He's like your third receiver in fantasy fantasy football? <laughs> don't the Bears have like Brandon Lloyd? Wait, yeah, they did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they and they have Moosid Muhammad. Wait, wait, he's back on the Carolina now. Oh wait, oh wait, they have Adam Archuleta. Um, they get everyone. Uh, we re- dude, they oh, get he, everyone we cut. Um, <laughs> everyone we cut. They might still have. Yeah, uh, I mean. What was that girly cool receiver they have we had a better a few quarterback. years ago? Uh, that girly I don't know. All I know is that it's cool that they have a better quarterback than they used to. Yeah. Um, but he has no one to throw to. So, welcome to Jason Campbell's world, because all he had to throw to was Santana Moss and Chris Cooley, and they were always double teamed. So. Chicago does kind of seem to be the town where Redskin rejects go to die. I mean, it, which is kind of nice because we seem like the, it seems like the Redskins have, have often been that town where all the old crappy players go, and now at least we have somewhere where all our castoffs can go. Well, we got a, we still got a few. I think we could send on out. 
Yeah, let's see. Let's see what we can get for him. Yeah. Let's see what we can get for Sean Sweezum. There you go. Maybe we can get a draft pick for him. <laughs> As Danny would say. Um, okay, so so the uh, moving on from this. The so Campbell basically, so basically, to sum it all up, we're all in agreement that we are glad this trade did not go down. I I agree. <laughs> it's unanimous. Absolutely. All right. It's unanimous, and that is. That, I mean, the final Harry Hog football <laughs> word. <laughs> we had a unanimous enema. I mean, uh, yeah. In the word, ew. In the words <laughs> of your mom. No, sir. No, sir. Okay, moving on. So, what Don't else we got? So, so, so here Are it is. No sooner. Let me let me quote some Shakespeare here. The uh, the funeral baked meat stits coldly furnish forth the marriage tables. Right? Yeah, or in other words, sure. in other words John would sum up as John would sum up that Shakespearean eloquent quote. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, as soon as soon as this Cutler Campbell trade thing goes down and Jason Campbell's starting to feel like, okay, well, uh, you know, uh, next thing you know, it's a couple days later and the Redskins bring Byron Leftwich into town. Who is a right. DC native, I might add. He is. He is a DC native. Yeah, that's true. Former so, starting quarterback in Jacksonville, as we all know, and who came in when uh, Roethlisberger got hurt against the Redskins and proceeded to finish the uh, the beatdown that we got from Pittsburgh last year. Yeah. Wh- why do you guys hate him coming in as a backup so much? I'm not quite. I don't hate him coming in as a backup, but I think the timing is very questionable. It well, is. dudes, I don't know the specifics, but aren't we paying? Todd Collins, like, a crap load because he came in at the end of that season and, like, won five or six games in a row, and they were like, oh, pay him. And yep. Here's I think question Byron Leftwich. And he only knows one offense. I think the only by, offense he yeah. knows is Al Saunders. And I exactly. think Byron Leftwich may have more of an upside to him than Todd Collins, and we can probably get him cheaper. Might Are you saying that Todd Collins him. will be cut? Is that I'm what you're saying? saying? Yes, I think he'll be cut. Ah! I don't know the financials involved, but or if, how it works with the cap and whatnot. But we're paying uh-huh. them a lot. I know that. So here's the question then: Who's the backup? Byron. I Lef- would love to see Byron Leftwich come in and be the backup. What, Byron, what happens with Colt Brennan? Everybody's so gung ho on. They'll on compete. The Colt 45. Dude, they'll compete for that backup position. But Byron Leftwich has like actual game experience. We have to have our number Byron two quarterback Leftwich's starting experience. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, you know what I'm saying. We have to have our backup quarterback, someone yeah. that actually has some game experience. Todd Collins is Absolutely. only played like 12 games himself. <laughs> 12 snaps. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with Colt Brennan spending another year wearing a visor and, and holding the clipboard. Yeah. I am all for Byron Leftwich coming in. I'm all but, for that. You know, the, the whole point, the whole point of, of the deal with that is that the Redskins said that they had already planned on him coming in um, before the whole trade thing went down. Like, it was already scheduled for him to come in before the whole Cutler mess debacle happened. Um, so it wasn't like, oh, we didn't get him. Let's bring in Byron Leftwich now, like two days later. But this this move happened right after, you know, the Cutler trade debacle. And then they brought in Campbell and, and said, hey, uh, they had their meeting to, quote, unquote, clear the air <laughs> with him. But, I mean, there, <laughs> nobody, there isn't a single person that thinks 
that that uh, they have any faith in Jason Campbell uh, to be the starting quarterback of this team. Dude, that's because, yeah, the Danny and, and Serato, you know, ate a mess load of beans on that whole deal, and they laid a big fat fart, and they needed to clear the air. Dude, I don't think that the Redskins are bringing in Byron Leftwich to compete for the starting position. Is that what well? You I hope not. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Whatever, whatever happens here, it needs to be for the backup situation because Jason Campbell needs some confidence at this point. He's already just now gone through. Okay, well, let's look at the whole history. Uh, history. Take him all the way back to Auburn. Look at all the systems he's gone through. He's built up confidence finally, as best he can, going through these different systems. He he needs an offensive line. It looks like maybe they're starting to pay attention to that. And now suddenly it's Starting. yeah suddenly it's like okay well let's bring in some competition for Jason Campbell or let's look at a trade for Campbell with this Cutler deal and now we're looking at Byron Leftwich and is he really the backup Campbell needs some assurance he needs some reassurance that he's the guy is what I'm saying well well I think what Campbell needs is to step up yeah and he knows that he knows I that think, man I think it's this, yeah. yeah, he knows that, um, but he need, he needs he needs people behind him, man. I've been saying this before. Some new some yep. some things have come to light here, man. Is what I'm I know, saying. Dude, all I'm saying is, if he doesn't step up this year, he can't ride that. Oh, the system changed anymore. Because I'm kind well, of tired of no, hearing about yeah, this. Yeah, I, I don't think he has been riding that, but yeah, yeah I agree. But he's, this he's not going to have that excuse anymore. I agree. It's in the parlance of our times, and this aggression will not stand against dude, Jason he, Campbell. Is all man. I'm trying to say, man. Even if the system does change, it doesn't excuse the fact that you like, you know, throw at dudes' feet and stuff like that. That's right. It wasn't like he ever, I ever saw him like making bad. You know, oh, I thought he was running this route or anything like that. The, you know, you know what I'm saying? The problem came over time. You got one receiver and he's double covered all the time. It's hard to get some throws out there. I and I maintain, and I'm going to shut up about this. You get I maintain it all comes back to the O line. We get him a good O line in front of him. I think it's going to make him more comfortable. It's going to open up our running game, which is going to in turn open up the passing game. It's going to make him be able to be a quarterback that he has the potential to be. Yeah, and you guys, was that, Aaron, was that our O line report? Um, yeah, sure. There you go. This has been the O line right. report. Franco American SpaghettiOs, show them your O face. The O line report. Yeah, but you guys have to um, also remember. Like, I think you were mentioning, John, last week about how Jason Campbell didn't have any protection the last half of the season. Uh, yeah, the whole second half. Um, uh, think about this also. Clinton uh, Portis was shut down the second half of the season. Because everyone knew that's all the Redskins had on their offense. Was and Clinton they started Portis. running roughshod over all of our, our old offensive lines. All the old and crotchety Kane Walker wearing O-line. Mm-hmm. All the chaotic funk that is. I still haven't seen us do anything to fix the O-line, really, to tell you the truth. Well, we brought in Dockery, which is a huge improvement, but, you know. Oh, yeah, how could I forget about that? We did bring in Dockery. The Dockery report. So There are a lot of the O-line that need to be cut. Uh, we got to really, really hope that John Jansen can step back up and be the player he used to be, but I don't see it happening. Stephon Heyer has not proven himself to be a be an adequate replacement for him. Odd body higher. So we're still hurting there. Odd body higher. 
<laughs> We're still hurt. We're still hurting on the I, offensive line. I and the Walrus. Odd body high. Odd body. I am the walrus, dude. I am the walrus. Odd body he does, Odd he body does have an odd-shaped body. He just We've talked looks... about this before. We can move on from this. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we don't need to talk about another man's body. <laughs> anyway, odd body hire. Okay. Josh, John and Josh, you guys can discuss his body after we get off the air. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, wait a minute. Uh, moving forward. That wasn't even wow. on our itinerary, dude. Seriously. So, uh, getting back on track here, um, draft Sanchez and Raji to officially <laughs> visit Sanchez's second team visit. Hmm. Speaking Dude, of seriously. quarterback stuff, seriously, quarterbacks that, again. What's with the quarterbacks thing? Seriously, come on. Dude, I do not understand why the Redskins need a second visit from Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't understand why they need to bring this guy in for a second visit. Just another reason that you can totally tell that they do not want Jason Campbell as their starting quarterback. Dude. And if they're going to bring in Sanchez, why in the world? Why in the world do they? They obviously don't have any faith in Colt Brennan either. Dude. Dirty also, Sanchez. also, not to point out, but I am. Dude, I can't believe you said that. Didn't we both all three agree earlier in the off season? That we need to like address offensive line, defensive line, linebacker. Offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. I am and, the walrus. And then like, and the only reason, Aaron, that's a good point. The only reason they brought they even addressed the offensive line at all is because Derek Dockery suddenly got cut on the eve of free agency. Cut! That's right. We would not have addressed the offensive line. I mean, if Derek Dockery yeah. didn't get cut and was like, I want to come back to Washington, man. Then there's no way. I mean, we need we need to address it again, dude. We'd be sitting we here more. with all these old pasties again. I'd like know? us. I'd like us to use yeah, that first pick to get an offensive lineman. And there's a lot of mock drafts that are saying we're going to get a linebacker. Dude, I'd rather see our defense, dude. Our defense was like fourth in the league last last year. Our offense was like near the bottom, and we're going to get more defensive dudes. Seriously. Vinny Serrato, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that we need to do something to up the offense, and it doesn't all rely on the quarterback every time. Offensive line. Offensive line, Vinny. Yeah. I mean, Offensive line, dude. Aaron, I think you're exactly right. We have the 13th pick. It would not surprise me. It would surprise me if Serrato, I, I tried not to add anything mean to the beginning of that name, that Serrato would trade down and get a couple more picks that are pretty high. So we can address the offensive line situation, but it would not surprise me if he goes and picks up another uh, defensive player. Dude, oh, no. dude, he he would see an offensive lineman as a wasted pick. There's something about it. I just feel that way. He would look at if we pick an offensive lineman for our first pick, I will just be completely blown away by the maturity yeah. and, that has suddenly arrived in Ashburn. That's all I have to say. Well, he might surprise us all and get a punter. Maybe. <laughs> let's 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 ponder this a minute and, and take a station break. I need a freshie. Oh wait, wait, wait. We didn't talk about Raji real quick. Oh, yeah, right. talk about I just Raji. mentioned his name. He is a defensive lineman at a Boston college who was busted once for <gasps> smoking pot Woo! at Boston College. 
And it was apparently some people have reported that he <gasps> smoked pot again and tested positive at the combine, but he and his agent are denying that that happened. Um, there's been no official word from the combine folks or the NFL people that he did that. Well, um, being that that's not a performance enhancement drug. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Okay. What's the big deal? All right, anyway, here we go. Moving forward, um, like Josh said, it is time for a station break. Um, hope you can pee fast. I need a refresher. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. Dude, uh, play it again. I, I forgot to shut the fridge. Um. Woo, I'm back. Man, eight ball. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back. I hope you um, had a great break there. And here we go. Um, speaking of David, what is that? David I, our longtime listener. Oh, David I. <laughs> Dude, David, we don't throw out last names out there. Speaking of David I, he asked about Jeremy Kane, a four-year veteran. As competition at Long Snapper. Did we sign this Jeremy Kane? Wait, is this David from Michigan who now does not live in Michigan? I think it is David from Michigan. I think David but, I and David from Michigan are one in the same job. I think I think David moved, though, from Michigan. Anyway, he's David, tell us where you are these days, by the way. I think he's in North Carolina. I, th- I thought he was in Georgia or something. <laughs> anyway. well, he said he was going through uh, Texas at the moment when he sent these uh, emails to Ooh, him. Ooh, I'm sorry. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, he said he was sorry, too. He also said he might take a picture of himself in full Redskins garb in front of the stadium, peeing on it. Peeing on the wall? Right before the wrecking ball comes through? Well, he didn't say the peeing part. I added that for um, exaggeration and emphasis. But anyway, (laughs) uh, we do have a listener named David L. in Williamsburg, Virginia, that did, in fact, pee on Dallas Stadium. Excellent. Was that him? I thought that was my friend, uh, my friend, uh... Grande, Big John. And how does that make you, you feel uh, anytime? Texas Stadium. Did I don't he? know. Maybe I'm just throwing out like lies all over the place. Who knows? Well, how does it's that like make you throughout. feel anytime? Well, if, if you were coming to Harry Hog football for for a uh, truth and a, truth and um truth and um I was going to say advertising, but we don't do that. Um, truth in your sports knowledge, then you're in the wrong place. Let me just get something straight here. <laughs> this is a little disclaimer. A little disclaimer. Um, Harry Hog Football cannot take responsibility for any of our listeners uh, any time that, say, the stadium in Dallas is micturated on. Yeah. Oh, we are, we are not, um, we are not endorsing micturating on, <laughs> on Texas Stadium. No. Yeah. We don't endorse at all. that. We do not endorse that sort of behavior here at Harry Hog Football. But, hey, if you're out, you happen to be in front of Texas Stadium, I mean, we don't want you to get a <laughs> urinary really infection. We don't want you to hold that in and get a urinary infection, so you got to do something. That's but right. anyway, even though they'll try to tell you I mean, that if, that, you, if you've got, they'll, they'll try to tell you that BPH, that stadium, you got BPH, man. yeah, that's right. That stadium really uh, tied the city bad. together. Anyway, moving on. Anyway, um, so yeah, what David I was asking is he's like, why in the hell of all the things that the Redskins are doing and the needs that the team has, offensive line, um, why did they bring in competition at long snapper? I've got a theory on this, dude. The long All snapper, right. Ethan Albright, the red snapper, is what, 38, 39? Yeah. Or is he even older? He, yeah. Dude, he's the oldest guy on the team. Dude, 
All I'm saying is maybe they're not necessarily bringing in competition, but they want some dude to study under the best red snapper for a year before the red snappers like maybe red snappers like this is probably gonna be my last year dudes so you might want to get someone in here that i can teach how to actually snap maybe maybe now when he goes down for the snap he's like oh he's starting to get that little tweak in his back you know it could be something like that maybe but being that i've how long has the red snapper been on the team four or five years He's the silent one. Do dude. you ever remember him snapping it over anyone's head or missnapping it? Because I certainly no. do not. He just does his job. That's why he is a. Uh, that is why he is a pro bowler. Therefore, I do not think we need to worry about Jeremy Kane as a threat to the long snapper's job. And I just wanted to point out here that not on ESPN or any other sports outlet will you get so much in-depth discussion about a team's long snapper. Is here at Harry Hug Football. That's right. And anyway, yeah. So don't worry about that, <laughs> David. I don't think. Nope. And, <laughs> but what was it that David said? He said, uh, um, "I can't say I can trust." No, 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 no. That's 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 not his quote of his. Well, what is that? Tell us, John. That that is a quote of me saying. You know, usually when so, a team that you like makes moves like that, you're like, well, maybe they know something we don't know. Like Aaron, Aaron was saying, that maybe they think the long snapper or the red snapper is near the end of his uh, the end of his career. Yep. But because of the Too track much. record of uh, the Danny and Vinny, that's uh, I find that highly unlikely that they know something we don't know about that. That's pertinent whatsoever. So what you're saying is you don't believe that that the, that the higher ups in the Redskins organization know anything that we don't already know at this point in time. That's exactly right. And especially Vinny Serrato. I don't think he knows much. We're going to have to come up with a Vinny Serrato sound. We've been using his name so much. We'll work on that. Anyway. I think we should get I think we should get the uh, soundbite of Cartman in the... Uh... <laughs> no kitty back kitty! <laughs> no, 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 no. In the, uh, in the episode, the Special Olympics episode, where he pretends to be retarded so he can compete in the Special Olympics because he thinks he's going to win. <laughs> and then he loses, like, every event. He comes in last place. And at the end of it, he's all like, oh, man, I lost to all these retards. In every event, he comes in last place. Like, they totally just, just destroy him in every event. They're all way much better than him, and he's acting normal. And then they're like, and like the good sportsmanship award goes to Eric Cartman. And he gets fifty dollars. He's like, oh well, I, I take fifty dollars. Then he goes, da <laughs> and walks up to the stage, all acting, pretending to be retarded. I think we should get a quote of that. I think because every time he makes a bonehead decision, we can be like, da. We'll work on that. We'll work, work on cut! that. Thanks for that long explanation about Thanks, that John. That was only about yeah, 45 it's, it's, seconds of our podcast. I mean, we could have just watched the whole episode story, that you were speaking story. of. Save it for a party. Aaron, uh, that can hit the floor in post. We had another signing. We don't have any posts. All right, so guys, tell me when we're getting ready to roll again so so I, I, I can cut that story down to something more interesting for the listeners. All right, well, we had another signing this week. Uh, Robert Thomas, um, former first-round pick of the – St. Louis Rams about seven years ago. Outside linebacker. Signed. For how much? I have no idea. But he signed today. Yep. I have a feeling it's the league minimum because he's been with three teams in six years. So I'm not too excited about that. And I don't know uh, anything about yeah, him. Yeah, I can't say I know anything about him except for that he's a linebacker. And he played for three teams including Oakland, the Rams, 
And I believe the Packers. He only played two games in Oakland last year. Why did he only play two games in Oakland last year? Did he get cut? Because that um, that doesn't bode well being cut from believe, like one of the worst teams in the league. Well, they're not necessarily they are possible. They are one of the worst teams in the league. But I think for him, it's not as much as they're the worst team in the league. It's that their owner is lives in in his own little world, and they do really really bizarre things that no other team could possibly do. I mean that is that is like the most dysfunctional. It, <laughs> The Lions went 0-16, but the Raiders are by far the most dysfunctional organization in professional football. Like the D'Angelo um, The word Hall on him Cup. last year is that he was a reserve linebacker with one start. Um, he had a knee injury and a hamstring injury and was on, placed on injured reserve on November 5th. Oh, nice. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to hear much more about him. And he's going to be better than... Except he gets cut! He's going to be better than Marcus Washington because... Cut. He's not injured? Okay. Anyway, yeah, Jason, but you see what color, what number jersey he wears. The Mister Nichols report for Josh, Jason Taylor. Mister Nichols, Aaron reports to me. Josh's new fit. I'm reading this from John's. John wrote this. Aaron reports to me that he's re-signed with the Skins. Not funny. Word on the internet is that if he re-signs with Miami by the draft, then we might be able to recoup the second rounder due to NFL rules. Don't think the tuna doesn't know that. Uh, Why don't we re-sign him for the league minimum? Because he doesn't want to come back to Washington. I don't know, dude. Don't know. Don't care. Let's move on. Other than the, other than the possibility of being able to recoup a second-round pick, I don't really care. Yeah, and I'm I'm so thinking that's not going to happen. They're not going to re-sign him until after the draft, or else he'd, be, he'd already be re-signed. Dude, have we heard anything else about? Um, I think we would re-sign the other Mister Nichols before we would re-sign Jason Taylor. <laughs> have we heard anything else about Pete Kendall? Are we going to re-sign him? Because I think that would help the offensive line a little bit. Mister Kendall, yeah. No word on the status. Of Pete Kendall at this time, Mr. Kendall. I did right. see he was doing an ad for Meta Walk Walkers. <laughs> what <it> hover round? <laughs> you know the ones with the tennis balls built into the bottom. Oh yeah. Mad <laughs> <laughs> Eastern Motors. With this walker has tennis balls with tennis cleats balls. on. <laughs> hover round. <laughs> with that being said, dudes. Oh my. With that being said. It, uh, we're about to go into our second station identification break, after which time I think we may have a special guest um, on the other side of the break, and that would be our good pal from the U.S. Marine Corps, Marine Corps Reserve, Sergeant Johns, to talk to us a little bit. Really? Yeah. I caught wind that he was in. Hoorah! He was about in what? Um, I think he was going to talk to us about the... Um, I don't know. A red yeah, Marine Corps and the Marine Corps Reserve. <laughs> Trying to get us to join up from his stu- from his um, post in Midtown Manhattan. So we'll see. Right anyway, on. we're now pausing. Ten seconds for station identification. You are listening to a 
hairy hog, a football. All right, we're back. Dude, what was that? That was John's new Flamenco Harry Hog football station break that he sent to me. Nice. I nice. thought it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. It was just different. I hadn't heard that. Anyway, Josh, is he here? I was, I was totally expecting, you know, like the standard. This is Harry Hog football, football. Anyway. If Sergeant John's here, I thought he was going to talk about if Jason Campbell doesn't work out in Washington, like some career options for him. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can dial in. Talk amongst yourselves. Let me see if I can dial him in. <laughs> this is putting him on the spot, isn't it? I'm putting you on hold. Hold on. I guess he's got to go get Mr. Um, he's got to get Mr. Sergeant John's microphone ready because Josh didn't know he was going to be coming in to... Studio. Sergeant Johns is going to show up. I think Sergeant Johns might show up. Sergeant Willis might be with him too. I'm not sure. Okay, you there? Hello? You there? Yeah, you got him? You got him? Hey, this is Sergeant Johns. Uh, hey, hey, Sergeant, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Recorder, how you guys doing there at Harry Hall Football? Hey, how's it going, Sergeant? Hey, Johns? Sergeant Johns. Long time. Oh, I'm coming to you boys all the way here from Midtown Manhattan. How's it going there? I heard that it got bombed or something like that. How, no, 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 no. Don't listen to any of that stuff there. Well, what happened? Someone just leave the um, the stove on or something? The important thing to remember here, boys, is that uh, you guys have got some problems going on down there in Washington, D.C., and we're going to get that stuff fixed up for you now. The thing to do is to get your quarterbacks into our United States Marine Corps, Marine Corps Reserve. Now, if it doesn't work out for them down there, they just need to come on and join me here for about six short months. We'll send them down to Paris Island. Next thing you know, there'll be an action. Are you uh, talking action? You mean, mean like ready to play in the NFL? Or <laughs> That's or, what I'm wondering. Action. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean by action, Sergeant? We'll put them in action, boys. We'll get their arms ready. We'll get them. We'll get their legs ready. We'll get the feet ready. They'll come back to you all primed and ready to play. Outstanding. How's Sergeant Willis Fantastic. doing? How's Sergeant Willis holding up? Sergeant Willis is no longer with us. I don't know what happened to him. Don't ask, and we won't tell. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I'm with you there, Sergeant Johns. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks for joining us, Sergeant Johns. It's always good to hear from you. Uh, we'll talk to you next time, all right? Good to talk to you, boys. And remember, if you can't play football, join the United States Marine Corps, Marine Corps Reserve. we got more action on every field. All right. Thanks, Sergeant. Talk to you later. Uh, <laughs> anyway. That was uh, we a, haven't heard from him in years. He's always a trip. That was great. I didn't know he was going to stop by, really, until just before the show. I got this note from the producer here. <laughs> anyway, uh, back to our, uh, you know, actual show. <laughs> we uh, I saw an article, I think, today. Maybe and we, we can start rolling at any time here. Yeah, maybe we can start rolling because we know he won't make the cut. <laughs> maybe yesterday I saw an article about the 10 worst almost trades in Redskins history. And I found it interesting because they were talking about, Josh, I don't think you heard about this. In 1989, um, there was a near trade. I think, I don't know if it was a Denver or someone else, but the Redskins were seriously considering trading none other than number 28, Daryl Green. 
What? And the article read that Daryl Green had nagging injuries and the Redskins felt he was on the downside of his career in 1989. <laughs> but think about it. Think about it. You got a cornerback who's right around 30, 31 years of age. Someone who relies greatly on his speed. And someone who's had a lot of injuries in recent history. So it's not surprising that the Redskins would be uh, kicking that sort of thing around, if you think about it. Yeah, but, I mean, you but know, dude, Vinny Serrano wasn't there. Better. But Vinny wasn't even there in 89. Yeah, if he was there, he would have pulled the trigger, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been like, we'll take one second-round pick for Daryl Green. That's right. Anyway, and we'll throw in Daryl Pounds while we're at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and uh, the article also said that they didn't think they needed him because they had just signed none other than Martin Mayhew. <laughs> 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 you know, Lions general manager. Anyway, I, th- <laughs> I, I thought that was an interesting article that I saw today. Nice, but they didn't pull the trigger. Well, the Redskins at one point, then uh, I think it was it was shortly after that. I don't know exactly the year, but uh, they were considering doing a trade for John Elway as well. Yeah, yeah. Denver was shopping him around. Apparently really? what happened, it was after the Redskins won the Super Bowl in 91 and Rippin was being a butt the next year holding out. And they were, and Joe Gibbs was like, well, we can go get John Elway. And I don't remember why it didn't happen, but I don't know whether that was an op, a bad trade. I think that would have been good. <laughs> but I don't know what they were willing to give up for him. Yeah, because when was, who was the lot, who was the, who the hell have we had a quarterback since then? Um, about 30 people. Danny Werfel? <laughs> Jeff George, Shane Graham. This guy is dead. Remember this one? <laughs> we'll cross him off there. Dude, remember this one? Tony Banks. Tony Banks. Tony Banks. <laughs> um, of course, Heath Schuler. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, my stomach's starting to hurt. So let's move forward. Hey, I wanted to give a shout-out to Joan H. in Jackson, Mississippi. She's on the map. And I have to play this music for her. Congratulations, Joan! <laughs> you are the first Harry Hog football member from Mississippi on the map. From the state of Mississippi. You are the first member of Harry Hog Nation, officially from Mississippi. You're the first one on the map. From MI, crooked letter, crooked letter, I, crooked letter, crooked letter, I, humpback, humpback, I. <laughs> hey, I also wanted to give a shout-out to our boy up in New York City in the Middle Village. Um, his name's Ken, and he's working on these pretty sweet. He's shown us the prototype of them. Pretty sweet Joe Gibbs monochrome. Would it be called monochrome? I guess it's two tones. It's like burgundy shirts with gold Joe Gibbs silhouetted. Um, retro looking head. Retro looking head on it. It looks all sweet, like it's from the seventies. And right. we're gonna yeah, be, it, does, it looks really good. Yeah, we're gonna be working with Ken to get these shirts up for sale sometime early this summer. And I think you guys are gonna dig yes, them. Sir. So uh, 
I wanted to give a shout out to him and uh, keep the faith up there in the heart of Nat Country for us. Keep the faith, brothers. And, uh, he's, and, and, and he's going to help us. to uh, El Cantonero on 13th. Is it on 13th Street or between? It's on University. No, no, it's on University Place just below uh, Union Square. It's like around. Uh, it's like between 12th and 13th or so. No, no. Somewhere I, around there. I think it's like around 11th, dude. Anyway, me and Josh yeah. used to actually Go work down there, there and get yourself some uh, margarita pitchers. They used to know us well there. We used to actually work oh, at the new school they? when it was newer than it is now. Yeah, when it was the brand new school. Yeah. yeah. Now it's just kind of the new school. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. kind of new school. When we worked there like eight years ago, it was called the brand new school, and now it's just the new school. That's right. Anyway. <laughs> that was like ten years yeah, ago. We, we did do some work for the new school. It has been about ten years. Dang, you're right. Anyway. Time flies when you're having babies. All right, what is this um, thing here down on there, itinerary, John? <laughs> John, you take this thing. What's this? The Mr. Touchdown USA song? Yeah, sing it. Known yeah. H? Sing it. I've never heard this song before. Sing it for us. Um, I, uh, no. I'm going to read with the lyrics that she has, though. Okay. Um, I've been a fan for 45 years. I have a lone cowboy fan at work and taunt him all the time. I made up a song for him to the tune of Mr. Touchdown USA. Yeah, old, old song. It's so old, we don't even know it. Um, they call me Mr. Cowboy. Everyone hates my team because we are so lousy. We will never win a Super Bowl ring. And I will wave my rally flag over my head in his cubicle when we stomp them this season. Hail to the Redskins. Joan H. Now remember, when the defense is sucking on their on their pass rushing, if they're not rushing as fast as we'd like them to, it's because they're counting your state, Joan. Just thought I'd tell you that. What does that mean? You know, as in one Mississippi, two Mississippi, <laughs> oh yeah, like backyard Dude, football. Dude, speaking of the Cowboys, today on the way home from work, I saw a, a van with uh, various Cowboys accoutrement on it. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it, it made my eyes hurt. But the funny thing about it was, in the back window on the right hand side, in the bottom right hand corner, was one of those uh, yellow diamond signs that says "Baby on board." And the first thing that popped into my mind was Michael Irvin. <laughs> nice. It was all I could do not to drive up next to him and be like, hey, roll your window down. Is Michael Irvin on there? <laughs> well, it says crybaby on board. That's funny. Yeah. On first that thing note, that popped into my mind was Michael Irvin's on there? On that note, dude, I think that about wraps it up for this week. Um, you guys got anything else you want to throw in right quick? I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> All right. That's pretty much it. <laughs> All right. That about wraps it up. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week on episode 164 of Harry Hog Football. Hopefully we'll get some good news this yeah, week. Yeah, we're going to be getting close to the draft. 164? I think we've rounded the tank, dude. I think we've rounded the tank. Around the taint of the offseason. I gotta tell you, dude, so far this offseason has been a lot more active than the uh, last offseason. There's one thing about uh, not making a lot of splashy free agency signings and uh, um, trying to upgrade your team at quarterback when you don't necessarily need to and, and everything else going on with the Redskins. Um, and you're actually holding on to all your draft picks. It makes the offseason a little bit more boring. So we can thank Vinny for that. Yep. Uh-huh. Taint, taint so bad. Anyway. 
We'll talk to you guys next week. Until then, hail to the Redskins. And remember, as usual, if you see a Cowboys fan, Joker! Joker!